Welcome to Mom's Life Made Simple, the podcast for moms who want to go from chaos to calm, from overwhelmed to organized, and to find balance between family responsibilities and personal growth. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen. Let's make mom life simple. Hello and welcome to Mom's Life Made Simple. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen. Today we are going to talk about having a weekly review, what it is, what it looks like, and how it will help you to be more productive, more focused, and more joyful. So a weekly review is a great tool. We're going to dive into how to make this work for you. But before we do, let's do today's review of the week. This comes from Jill's 32, and she says, Love the simple tips for moms. So many of these things can be applied even after the kids are out of the house. This podcast is so helpful. Thank you. Well, thank you to Jill. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate all of you who have left reviews. If you haven't yet, please go and do so. Let's leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and share with your friends. That's super helpful. Thanks for being here, and let's go ahead and dive into the concept of a weekly review. So a weekly review is something I've been doing for a while, and it's just a process where I sit down and do a couple things. One is I reflect on what happened on the week so far, and then I set up my set myself up for the week to come. So it's a process of both looking backward and looking forward. and. I do my weekly reviews generally on Saturday mornings, and I do it as part of my morning routine. So I've shared before that I have a morning routine that I do every morning. On Saturdays, I swap out what I normally do for journaling, and instead, I do my weekly review. And I have four questions that I answer in my weekly review. I'm going to go over each of those and explain what they are and how they help. So the first question is, what would I do differently or better? This causes me to really reflect on what didn't work this week. What basically would I wish have been, I wish would have been different in the previous week. And I don't just want to focus on, well, this was the worst, right? This was the worst thing about this week. This is what I really didn't like about this week. What I want instead when I'm journaling this out and I'm writing is what could have gone differently? What would I have done differently or what would I have done better? And so it may start out, um, let's just use a recent example that really happened and I wrote down, um, this week I was really struggling with what I was eating. I feel like I wasn't eating healthy. I was eating too much. I was having a hard time eating. And then instead of just ending there, I want to say, what do I wish would have gone better? I really want to focus on eating better and listening more to my body. I want to have foods that I know are going to help me feel good. And I really start to just imagine how else that could look um, to give myself a vision and an idea for the future. So instead of just focusing on what went wrong, I'm focusing on how it could have gone better. That really leaves me in like an optimistic outlook instead of just, you know, okay, this went wrong and it's the worst. Instead, okay, this went wrong and here's how it can go better. So you want to make sure as you're writing this down that you're not just leaving it there like in this low point of what went wrong during the week. Instead, 
you're redirecting your thoughts. You're looking up for the week to come. So that's number one, differently or better. Number two is wins. What were my wins for the week? What were the things that I accomplished this week? How did I accomplish things in my relationships? What were some moments that I had with my husband, with my kids, with friends? What were some fun things that I did? What did I get done? What did I read? What did I, um, you know, notice that was amazing this week? What were the wins? These can really be anything that I feel like was a good thing during the week. And I'm keeping this record of good things. Um, I, it's easy to forget. I'm going to tell you right now, I, this is something we also do in my group coaching program when we meet. I always ask them, what were your lessons learned and what were your wins? And it's only been a week since we've met and people really struggle until they get into the habit of looking for their wins. You know, in the early days that when we're just getting started with a new group, people will really have to ponder for a long time, what were my wins during the week? It's really powerful to train your mind to look for these every day, every week. We have wins all the time, but our brains are really wired to look for what we're doing wrong, to look for what's wrong instead of what's good and how we're winning. So train your brain to see the wins. Pay attention to those. Make note of those. And knowing that you're going to have a weekly review every week and you're going to um, be held accountable, even if only to yourself, to write these things down helps you to find them throughout the week so that then you can record them. So that's wins. Number three is really looking forward to the week ahead. What are the big three things that I want to accomplish for the week? So I look, when I'm deciding my big three, I want to think big picture. What am I trying to accomplish either this quarter in the next three months or this year? What are some of my big goals? Or maybe I want to think even bigger. Like, what do I want to accomplish in my life? Um, and then you have to kind of think backwards. Okay, what's a step, a little step I can take this week to get me closer to that? So um, I then write down my big three. Those big three, I've mentioned um, uh, having a daily big three. Well, your daily big three are going to help you accomplish your weekly big three. And your weekly big three are decided and recorded at your weekly review. So then you are working every day on little baby steps to help you accomplish your big three for the week, which helps you accomplish your goals for the, the quarter, which helps you accomplish your goals for the year, which helps you move into the life and future self that you want to have. So your big three are really going to be future focused. They're helping you become the person that you want to be. So what are the three things that you could do this week that are going to help you have the future that you want to have? Um, I want to also talk here about a question that I get asked a lot because people will say, okay, let's say I have three goals for the year. Do each of my weekly big three need to correspond like goal number one, big three number one for the week corresponds with goal number one for the year, et cetera, right? Two goes with two. Not necessarily because on a weekly basis, maybe one week you're going all in on one thing. Maybe um, one of the things that is not even on your big three, but for the year, on your three goals for the year, but it's part of your life vision. I'll give an example of what this looks like. Maybe that needs to be on your big three. So for example, 
let's say in your what you want for your life, you know you want to have a strong marriage and you know you want to prioritize that relationship in your life. Um, but things are going pretty well. And one of your goals for the year, I mean, none of your goals for the year actually have to do with creating a strong marriage because you feel like it's pretty good. However, let's say as you're doing your weekly review and you're reflecting, maybe you wrote differently or better. Well, you know, my husband and I weren't getting along this week or we didn't spend very much time together this week. We were really busy. And so something I want to do better next week is I want to really prioritize my marriage. And so then number on your big three, you might then want to write this week, I am going to make sure that um, we go on a date night or I'm going to make sure that we sit and snuggle after the kids go to bed every night. Whatever it is, whatever that specific big three for the week is, um, you want it really tailored. What is going to help you in your life? What is going to help you have the life that you want to have? So it's not so specific that each of your big three goes with each of your goals for the year. At the end of the year, you want to have accomplished your goal for the year. But really, at the end of your life, you want this picture of uh, you want the things that are most important for your life. So hopefully that makes sense. And then number four in the weekly review is a learning focus. Now, I'll be honest, I don't always include this one in my weekly review, but sometimes when I'm working on a project or there's just something that I want to go deep on, this might be um, even like spiritually like spiritually related. Maybe I want to learn something in the scriptures and I want to better understand something. And so that becomes my learning focus. Or maybe it's something business related and I want to make sure that the podcast I'm listening to or the YouTube videos I'm watching or whatever information I'm consuming has a focus. And so sometimes I will take that this fourth question and learning as learning focus. What do I want to learn this week? What do I want to make sure that I am going to better understand by the end of the week? So the purpose of the weekly review is to really look at your week and stop and pay attention to see what is working and what is not. Because so often we just go on autopilot. We just keep going and we're not ever questioning our lives. And the idea of the weekly review is to stop and question so you can make a plan to make things better next week. These are incremental, incremental, tiny little steps to make things better one week at a time. And reflection is what's going to allow you to do that. So it also helps you to get focused for the week ahead, to head into the next week with a plan, and it helps you know what you need to be doing day to day so that you aren't confused about what needs to happen. You're clear, okay, if I want these big three to happen this week, here are the things that I need to do today. So I've found this process really powerful to help me continue to get better, to help me see what I'm doing right, and to help me see where I, where I can improve at the same time. So I hope this has been helpful for you. Let me know if you try a weekly review and how it works out for you. And I also want to make sure that you know Mom's Life Made Simple group coaching is starting in April. We start April 4th, with, which is just around the corner. And I'm recording this early in March, so I don't know at this point how many spots are left, but there's only 10 spots in this group in total. So 
quickly go and apply if this is something that you're interested in. Um, because I like to keep the group small so that the women can interact with each other. They can really get to know each other and we can all learn together. And Mom's Life Made Simple is a powerful way to not only get more information, like the information that we've I've talked to you about today, but to work together on this process of reflecting that we've talked about today, of um, really implementing things that you've learned and figuring out how they work for you. So if that sounds like something you need to know more about, go to chanelnielsen.com forward slash coaching. Get all the details there and I will see you next week. Thanks for being here, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Mom's Life Made Simple. Need some help making your mom life simple? I offer group coaching programs using my four-step method called the mom's method. This is a process of manifestation, organization, mobilization, and simplification that will give you the balance, progress, and joy you're looking for. Visit chanelnielsencoaching.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at Chanel Nielsen Coaching. I love to hear from you. Reach out with your questions, your feedback, and let me know how I can help make your mom life simple.